You're listening to the Always Satisfied Eating Podcast. I'm your host, Ann Silver, registered dietitian nutritionist and the developer of Always Satisfied Eating. Always Satisfied is a no-diet approach. Did you hear me? This is not a diet, but an approach to managing weight while transforming your relationship with food. This podcast will provide you with thought-provoking tips, facts, and information about eating. You will self-explore your eating behaviors to bring change to reach your health and weight goals without being on a diet. Truly. I'm sure, like me, you'd like to be able to eat all foods. You want no counting, no weighing, no restricting, no feeling you are cheating, and that you are not on a diet. That is always satisfied. Think of this podcast as your nutrition therapy session, or better yet, your therapy for eating. So throw away all your old diet thoughts and get ready to learn and relearn how to eat and be always satisfied. Let's dive in. In this episode five of the Always Satisfied Eating podcast, I want to talk to you about nighttime eating. Are you a nighttime eater? Would you know someone who's a nighttime eater? Let's try to figure it out to manage nighttime eating. It's not quite as easy as saying, I will just stop eating. Nighttime eating is a common issue I hear from many of my patients when I ask them, what do you want to address? What is nighttime eating? Well, I categorize nighttime eaters into three main types. First, the one to two hours after the dinner meal eater. Second, the three to four or more hours after dinner eater. And three, the wake up in the middle of the night, nighttime eater. Do you fall into one of these three categories? The one to two hours after dinner, the three to four hours after dinner, or the wake up nighttime eater? Let's get more into this. Let me say this, not all nighttime eating is inappropriate. It depends on why you are eating in the night, when you last ate, how you ate the rest of the day, how you ate in the night, what you're doing when you are eating, and what you are eating. You can hear there are many aspects to examine in order to understand and control the nighttime eating. Why can nighttime eating be an issue? Usually, most people I find in the evening are sedentary. So one is eating, and this of course depends upon what and how much they are eating. They're also most likely not using the calories they consumed. They will be depositing those calories on their body at a point when their metabolism is about to slow down, as it does when we are sleeping. 
I preach eating to sync with your activity level and productivity. Look, if you're going out dancing and doing physical activity after eating, that's a different story. If you're eating close to bedtime, you are not giving your body the time it needs to digest the food from your stomach. You will not want to lie down in bed with a full tummy. Gravity needs to work to empty the food from your stomach into your small intestines. That takes time. Another issue with nighttime eating is marathon eating. Going from one food to another and not stopping when you're satisfied. You may know what I'm talking about. So how do you control nighttime eating? To control nighttime eating, you can't only focus on this particular period of time of eating as a single entity. You need to look at your whole picture concerning your eating. You, the person, your feelings, and your eating for the day over many days to figure out why you are eating in the nighttime, what is contributing to it, and how to come up with the solutions. Let's look at eight possible causes of nighttime eating and the potential solutions. One, medical reason. There could be a medical reason for nighttime eater eating. You may have been advised for a variety of medical reasons to have a snack in the evening. I implore you, you must always follow the advice of your healthcare team. That will always supersede anything I say. So if you were advised to have a snack in the evening, you have a snack, period. Two, the after-dinner routine. This is your usual eating thing, after dinner. You do it most nights, if not every night. This is probably the most common reason I hear for nighttime eating. After eating dinner, and the kitchen is closed for the night, it's time to relax and unwind by having a snack in the den or living room in front of the TV. Is this you? Or when you see someone else in the household eating, you have to eat too? Oh, especially if it's ice cream, cookies, chips, or popcorn. No matter what, this is your ritual regardless of your hunger. Frequently, this occurs with the one to two hours after dinner eater, but there's no limits on this. Ask yourself, if you are hungry, are you eating out of habit? If you are hungry, then by all means, eat. But maybe what you ate an hour or two earlier was not satisfied, satisfying. Was that it? If you are not hungry, then why are you eating? What purpose is the eating serving? To break the after-dinner routine, first analyze the eating. What might be causing it? Try to do something different. You have to make a change. If you want to eat, do not eat in front of the TV or while engaged in another activity. Eating is an activity unto itself. Consider 
other activities that distract you one to two hours after eating, like dancing or using your hands at a craft or a musical instrument. Okay, another possible cause of nighttime eating, number three, is the clock says it's time to eat. You eat by the clock. When the clock strikes a certain time, it's your time to eat. Maybe you finish dinner at 7.30 p.m. And when it's 9 p.m., it's time to eat. The clock said so. Check in with yourself. Are you hungry? Or is the clock dictating your eating? Not hungry? Ignore the clock. Okay, another type of nighttime eating for end-of-the-day stress eating. Eating is your go-to when things get tough, especially at the end of the day. It is your time to let go, decompress, and relax. For you, a rough or shitty day justifies eating. It's how you deflect from what is going on. But does eating to deal with stress really make you feel better? Does the stress all go away? Hey, if it does and it works for you, that's great. Otherwise, how long do you feel better from the eating? Only while you're eating? Do you feel better after you finished eating? Eating only pushes the feelings down, not out. Stress eating could be a double whammy. You were stressed to begin with, and then stress eating only made you more stressed. Can you find a more appropriate way to get the stress out? Physical movement is my favorite de-stressor, especially taking a walk. It minimizes whatever I'm stressed out about. Is there a physical activity that can help you? What about even streaming a program, attending an online class, taking a bath, listening to music, writing about your stress, or doing a craft or artwork? Engage in an activity that distracts, relaxes, and occupies your mind, especially if you can't get rid of the stress. Okay, number five is your belief about nighttime eating. Maybe you believe you need a nighttime snack to sleep through the night. This may originate from childhood. As I stated earlier, when you sleep, your metabolism slows down. You are not moving around. Your body is at rest and only vital bodily functions are occurring. Your metabolic level is at its lowest level. It's called basal metabolism. And you don't burn as many calories. If you're eating and then going to sleep, you are not burning those calories. Ask yourself if you really need a nighttime snack. Experiment. Try going to bed without a nighttime snack. But don't talk yourself into, quote, I won't sleep without a snack, end quote. 
Be positive. Instead, tell yourself, quote, I will be fine without an evening snack. I will sleep through the night. See what happens if you don't eat. Number six of possible causes of nighttime eating is the bathroom run. You get up on a regular basis to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. This involves turning on a light, and now you're awake. You walk to the bathroom, and while you're doing your thing in the bathroom, you decide to have a bite. There you are in the kitchen, eating. Eventually, it's back to bed. Is it possible to go to the bathroom, do your business, skip the kitchen, and go back to bed? On the occasion I awake to use the potty, when I get back into bed, I do one of two things. I either focus on the rhythm of my breathing, or I think of the color black. I know that sounds weird. The color black has nothing stimulating about it. The next thing I know, it's the next morning. But I don't make a trip to the kitchen. That's for sure. The seventh possible cause of nighttime eating is the did not eat enough during the day. Did you skip or delay eating during the day? Did you have a light meal? When you eat inadequately during the day, at the end of the day is your catch-up to satisfy you. This is where I find eating can turn into a marathon. Frequently, frequently, this can be caused by what and how you're eating and what and how you are not eating during the day. This occurs with all three of the nighttime eaters. The solution? Don't skip or delay meals. Eat more during the day when you need it, not at the end of the day when you are more likely to be sedentary. This can be challenging and takes time. But magically, by eating more during the day, the nighttime eating, and especially the marathon, becomes a small snack or nothing at all. The last possible cause of nighttime eating, eight, is real hunger. You may truly be hungry in the evening. Hopefully you know the feeling. Your stomach is growling and feels empty. That's an appropriate reason to be eating. This would most likely be three to four hours after eating dinner, not one to two hours after dinner. Why do I say this? Usually, a complete balanced meal of protein, carbs, and fat will satisfy one for three to four hours. Unless you only had a vegetable salad with no protein and carbs for dinner. Yeah, that may only last you for one to two hours. And yes, you will be hungry. How long after the dinner meal are you eating? Do you wake up in the middle of the night because you're hungry? Review your eating during the day. Did you skip a meal? Was your eating adequate or inadequate during the day? If you do want to eat something, consume it at least two hours before you will lie down flat in your bed. You want the food to empty from your stomach. Food that is more water-based or liquidy 
with less fat will be digested faster. Here are some behaviors that support nighttime eating and what you can do to change the behavior. Where you're eating. Your favorite spot is in the den or the living room to indulge in your nighttime eating. Or you stand in the kitchen rummaging through the refrigerator and cabinets to find just the right food to eat. Instead, sit down and eat in an appropriate area. Eating out of the package. You grab the pint of ice cream with a spoon or the package of chocolate chip cookies or the bag of popcorn and you eat. So the whole package becomes your serving. Try serving yourself as a guest in your home. Do not eat out of the package or container. So that whole package does not become the serving. Eating combined with another activity. This is a biggie. Many people eat and watch TV, stream a program, are on their computer, on their phone, or reading. Is this you? As I mentioned earlier, eating is the activity. Nothing else besides maybe talking should be occurring. Be present when you are eating. There are specific nighttime foods you eat. Whether it's sweets or savory foods, these are foods you save for the end of the day or when you wake up in the middle of the night. In a way, you are making them special. Eat these foods you save for other times of the day so you are not associating associating them only with nighttime eating. To summarize what was discussed, what type of nighttime eater are you? What are the possible causes? Experiment with your eating, both during the day and at the end of the day, to control your nighttime eating. There you have it. You finished an episode of Always Satisfied Eating. Did it get you thinking about your eating? I hope so. I'd love to hear from you and your takeaway from this episode. You could leave a comment wherever you listen to this podcast, or you can always email me at alwayssatisfied2021 at gmail.com. For show notes, head over to my website, annsilvernutrition.com, and look for the Always Satisfied page. Remember, aim to eat to be always satisfied. Bye.